My family has never respected me and intervened in the wedding that I was paying for and back their friend instead of me. And I've decided that I have had enough and that they are out of my life. I married my wife January of this year. We've been pushing it forward since 2020 due to the pandemic. But I've been thinking about this since 2018 when she was living abroad on a scholarship grant. Of course, we're not on good terms all of the time, but we love each other and support each other as much as possible. Sadly, I can't say the same for my family. I've always been distant with my parents since they always do everything they can to drag me down. Although they paid a lot for my education since I was little, I never felt receiving any kind of support from them. Never received advice, compliments, gestures of appreciation, not even hugs. I've always been the independent son, saving all my money I earned, never received a single penny of allowance, and finding ways to make extra cash. Somehow, slowly the idea that I was kind of alone in the world got deep into my mind. My older brother, on the other hand, was treated quite differently. He was spoiled by my mother and grew up a very, very entitled human. And I must add that soon he learned how to play around with our parents and use them in the exact way he wanted. I don't blame him for using them. They are horrible people. To finish background, I have to detail my parents too. They are both narcissist, self-centered, and everything else available to highlight how they care only about themselves. My father cares only about money and thinks they can buy happiness for him and everyone around him. He's also an arrogant hothead and will turn aggressive if anyone confronts him or if anything doesn't go his way. My mother is manipulative and evil and will do anything by any means necessary to get people to do what she wants. She also has my brother as her favorite. I could say I was my father's favorite, but since I started to get bad grades on some subjects, it changed completely. As you've already noticed, I'm not comfortable near my relatives. So in January this year, I've decided to finally marry my wife and get moved into my own place. I felt I couldn't be happier than that. Prior to that, we decided to throw a celebrating party. Only a few months after, since pandemic was striking hard here, we opted for a small wedding, only with the closest people. The party is going to happen this month. Since we started doing the guest list, hell raised in my family. My father would always have someone he forgot to be added to the list. A sister he didn't talk to for a long time. A friend he trashes in the back. A brother he simply forgot. The guest list, which was already at 50 people and above, was already close to 70 people. The most important thing about this party was this. Both parent sides are helping with a substantial amount of money, but we asked for that in place of their wedding gifts. On top of that, I am personally paying for this party, and let's just say it's more than half. For someone in his 30s working as a software developer, I was pretty lucky to be able to pull that one off. But I did, and everything for the wedding is already paid, and with some cash still left in the account to cover any emergencies. I started trying to reason with my father about how I couldn't invite some people, since increasing the guest list would mean paying extra for basically everything only to accommodate those extra people. His only comment was about how he didn't know things were so expensive, and it also didn't stop him from trying to put more people in. These last days, the lady we hired to deal with all the party's logistics of handling guests, aligning with contractors, setting up time schedules, etc., started calling all guests to check if they would come and who exactly they are also bringing along. We need this to finish paying the buffet for any person above the initial amount and also for the decorator to arrange everything in proper amounts. One of the guests, my parents' friends, didn't take the COVID vaccine, which we requested as mandatory since the very beginning. And this 
This goes back to sending invites themselves. The man in question, a doctor, gave us a whatever reason he couldn't be vaccinated and also why it was not needed. To be honest, he could be right, but nobody bought it. We've heard a few times that this couple is an anti-vax couple. So I talked to my wife and we decided to enforce the vaccine rule on them and tell them that they could not come. I was willing to accept a cotton swab test, but my wife had already canceled with two of her aunts and I felt it was unfair to allow these two to come in. Cue my family's entitledness. My mother started messaging me using the sad and disappointed mom mask to guilt trip me into allowing them to come. She went even further to tell my brother and made him send me a voice recording telling me to be reasonable about this. My father, of course, was angry, only quoting his friend's message he received and told me to solve this problem fast. I know the vaccine rule could be considered harsh with the way we applied it, but people are going to travel five plus hours into our city, so they're a risk factor thinking about spreading COVID around. Also, even if the test is negative, how can I ensure an anti-vax person won't catch it during the trip and spread it around the party if we can't guarantee that even for anyone fully vaccinated and even wearing a mask? They argued about all public events getting back to normal around here, and they didn't account for me and my wife having to hug everyone and nobody wearing masks since everyone will be drinking and eating for hours. You could think that they deserve to have an input about this, since they're paying for the party too. Well, we asked for any amount that they were willing to give in place of their wedding gift. This means that their money is a gift to us. But the most ironic part of it all is that my parents are the richest part of this wedding, but they paid the lowest amount. I insisted to pay for at least half of everything, so the final word on everything is me and my wife's, and there's no discussion about it. But they didn't even make an effort to pay more than my wife's parents, who took money from their retirement funds just to chip in. So added to the entitlement, self-centeredness, and everything else you can point out, they're also incredibly cheap. But none of all of that hurt me the most. I got deeply hurt when my mother, during her attempts to guilt trip me, said I never yield to anyone's wishes and always take things too seriously. Now, how do you, dear reader, think was my life when living with three entitled, selfish, petty people? 50 points if you answered, uh, never had anything your way, or always had to give up your wishes for the sake of others. I always talked to my psychologist about how I always felt like I was playing the role of an extra in my own life. How I always felt I was living for serving other people. I've always neglected my own happiness so I could help other people feel happier. And the worst part is that until today, I can't switch it off. And I blame my parents for doing this damage. So when my mother said that I am the unyielding one, a movie of my life went through my mind, accounting for all events I remembered when they forced their wishes over mine. New Year's, I couldn't be with my wife because they are family. They're more important. Trips back to my place, I wasn't allowed to make because I wouldn't dare defy her will. Mockery she's made about me and who I am, which turned into heavy confidence and self-esteem issues. And the list goes on and on. Sadly, this is not the end of the story. I still have to endure the wedding party, which I was honest to my wife that I didn't really want anymore. She even got near to canceling everything too, telling how my family is invasive and don't respect any kind of personal boundaries. We're even planning to doing our vows before the party ceremony, so that in the vows we can vent about all these things that got us upset. But I've already told her I'm getting away from my family in a definitive manner. I am even looking for a lawyer to discuss the possibility to change my last name with the purpose of not having any legal bonds with them anymore. My wife advised me that this would cause a massive fight in my family, but I'm done with them. And if I have to issue a restraining order to keep them away, I will. I am done with trying to deal with them and still being seen as the black sheep of the family. I consider my mom's message a statement of how I am less than a family member to them because they cared more about their friends than me. They always did. And I'm done with it. This is a rough one because this is really, really sad. On the happiest day of your life, your parents and family 
family you would think would be on your side in helping plan the best day of your life. But instead, they went back to their same selfish tactics of manipulation and coercion just to try and get their way. I don't blame this individual for wanting to cut them off, and I really hope if they do that, that they find peace in their life. An entitled Karen loses her mind after I tell her she needs to wear a mask in order to come into our store. I used to work as a cashier at a bread bakery during my last two years of high school, so I started right around when COVID hit the planet. Over time, medical masks became mandatory in Germany, so simple fabric ones wouldn't do it in public stores. As always, there are many people reluctant or simply too dense to know how to wear a mask correctly. You cover your mouth and your nose. Every time a customer came in with no mask or wearing one under their nose, we'd kindly remind them to put one on. There were always mixed reactions, ranging from, oh, sorry, my bad, to eye-rolling and exacerbated size. Actual rude comments were pretty sparse, luckily. Well, this particular encounter seemed to have made up for the lack of snide remarks before. The rush hour in the afternoon has just started to settle down again as this lady struts into the room, wallet in one hand, water bottle in the other. Not only was she wearing the mask under her nose, but it was also a cloth and not a medical one. She already gave me a weird vibe since the store was empty except for her, me, and my co-workers, most of them being on a break in the back room. I let the cloth mask slide and just opted for reminding her to please put the mask over her nose. That seemed to have been the wrong thing to say to the Karen as she essentially exploded on me. She said, No, I will not. I am exempt from wearing one by my doctor. I wouldn't even have to wear one at all. Due to data protection, I can ask for proof, but she is not obligated to show me. But I thought it could never hurt to ask, right? Wrong. After this, she says, I don't have to show you anything, you little brat. I come in here every week. You should know me by now. What is wrong with you? Did you hit your head or something? I learned from my coworker that normally Karens only come in at some point during the middle of the week and not on a Saturday. And I only worked weekend shifts, so I had never met her before. I say, I'm sorry, ma'am. I wasn't aware of your doctor's note. It's not like she had a magical glowing and pointed sign above her head. And I am not psychic, so I can't read minds. Please, someone tell me how am I supposed to know about any of this. That's when the insult started. The Karen then explodes and says, well, you should. You young people are all the same, stupid and uneducated, and the world has gone wrong because of you idiots. You don't deserve this job. There must be something actually wrong with you. You know nothing. You should be taken away so that you can be properly put in your place and for you to learn respect since you idiot children don't seem to have any. She started waving her hands around while screaming at me. She threw her wallet on the counter so that she could point her spindly fingers in my face. She goes on to say, why do you even bother to work here if you don't have people skills? You don't deserve it. Do everyone a favor and go away. As she said that, her arm lunged backwards as if she was about to throw her water bottle at me and I flinched away. She says, yeah, that's right. You cower, you stupid child. I don't want to see you anymore. Go away and get me a different server. With that, I turned around to go to the break room to promptly have a nosebleed while my coworker went outside to throw her out. Please remember that the world doesn't revolve around you. Not everyone knows who you are, and people can't read your minds. Oh man, this Karen is absolutely out of line. Who goes into a store of any kind and starts acting like that? I know we've all seen someone act like that, but it's just crazy to think that someone can be this entitled. Good on the manager for coming out and saying that they've got to go, because nobody deserves to be treated like that. An entitled Karen takes my seat on an airplane and refuses to move, demanding that I pay her to move. This happened back in 2018. I was a 23-year-old man at the time who usually visited his parents and siblings for Christmas and New Year's because that's the only time I could see them. So I am in the airport
airport waiting to board my flight as I see a woman getting angry because her kids were tired and she wanted to get on the plane. I thought nothing of it and was hoping that she wouldn't sit near me. As I was approaching my seat, I see one mother and two kids in one of my seat. I tell the mother that that's my seat and she is visibly upset at my statement. She snaps back and starts swearing at me. To avoid having a fight on this plane, I grab one of the flight attendants and show her my boarding pass. At that point, the flight attendant asks her to move from my seat politely. This ended up really pissing off the Karen. She raised her voice and started screaming, I paid for it. I'm not moving. The flight attendant, still being polite, asked to see the boarding pass to check the seats. The entitled Karen pulls out two tickets for the seats next to mine. The flight attendant, slightly less kind, says, ma'am, these are only two boarding passes. Where's the third one? The mother, thinking she's smart, says, "Um, I must have dropped it, the third one, so I don't know. I just can't find it. I can't give it to you. So this causes me to butt into the conversation and say that I have the boarding pass for that seat because it's my seat. The look on her face, you would have thought I had slapped one of her kids because she then shouts at me that this is my boarding pass. Give it back. I'm confused why she's so delusional at this point because it's obviously my ticket since I bought it. This argument went back and forth, back and forth, over and over again. The flight attendant ended up saying that I clearly paid for the seat as it had my name on the boarding pass. She ended up arguing for several more minutes after this before she stopped and smiled and said, well, if you want me to move so bad, how about you pay to upgrade me and my children to first class? I responded by saying, miss, I only have a business class seat because I do trips like this once a year, so I tend to be comfortable during my flight, and I don't have funds for three first class tickets. The flight attendant then says to the Karen, either you or one of your children will have to move or else we will have to remove you from the flight. Then without holding back, she screeches that I am somehow a danger to her and that I'm going to hurt her children if I sit next to her. Me and the flight attendant are physically taken back after hearing this. After that, I stopped trying to be nice and I started shouting at her that she needs to get out of my seat and never make those claims against me ever again. The flight attendant tries to calm me down and calls for security. In the end, the Karen and her kid were escorted off the flight and I got the entire row to myself. Flying on a plane is already cramped enough and the last thing you need is somebody trying to take your seat, especially if it's a business class seat where there's just a little bit more wiggle room. I mean, how insensitive can people be? I'm glad that guy got a seat back and I'm especially glad that that lady and her kids got kicked off the flight. An entitled mother yells at my friend because she couldn't win an escape room. I used to work at an escape room and on Thursday evening, just after Christmas holiday, I had a late shift with two colleagues, Jess and Darling. Jess is a 17-year-old girl, Darling is a 16-year-old male and rather small and thin for his age. We've known each other before we started working together and I've even helped them get the job. Part of my job is to know how to handle customers, particularly difficult ones. Despite this though, me and my colleagues weren't exactly confrontational. Darling struggled with social anxiety and depression and I am non-confrontational and struggle with mild autism and Jess was very, very shy. We weren't exactly the most threatening people but opposite to Darling, I am quite large and burly. I'm in no way a bodybuilder, quite the opposite in fact and many adults tower over me. But if I suck in my gut properly, I can come off as quite muscular. Anyway, we were working together and it was quite an easy night. I had problems with my leg from a surgery I had years ago, so I stayed in the control room most of the evening, occasionally guiding a few people into the bigger rooms. This group comes in quite late in the evening and she has booked one of our more thrilling rooms. It has creepy background noises, takes place in a prison, and most of the room is dark. In fact, one of the portions is completely pitch black. Usually this would be fine if it wasn't for the fact that she had two kids ages 8 and 13. Now, this wasn't my first run-in with this lady, so I had an unnerving feeling of what I was getting into. Seeing this lady and her kids in the hallway, I asked, 
asked to be sure which room they booked, and she said in a snarky tone, um, as an employee at this establishment, you should know exactly which room we booked at what time. We have been waiting for 15 minutes. When you book a room, we ask you to arrive 15 minutes early as to avoid people coming in late. I say, I apologize. I just wanted to make sure as you booked the prison break, but the room isn't fit for kids and it's advertised as an adult room. She says, well, you should have been specific. I know for a fact that my babies can handle it. They are big, strong boys, aren't they? And she pinched her son's cheeks as she said that. I said, as long as you're sure, because we are not accountable for any emotional discomfort you or your kids may come upon in that room. Don't say I didn't warn you. After that encounter, my coworker Darling took them into the room. During the explanation, Darling noticed physical discomfort on the faces of the kids. They were nervous and the lights flickering as the room progressed didn't help. Eventually, we heard the eight-year-old boy cry through the walls. They were thin walls, mind you. And the mother loudly telling them to man up. Once their time was up and they couldn't get out, she berated Darling about the room and how it was too scary and way too hard and how we should have warned them and such. Darling was getting insecure and panicked and was about to go into a full-blown panic attack. My other co-worker wasn't feeling too comfortable about the situation either, so I stepped up and took over. I said, Darling, go back to the office with Jess. As she goes back, I look at this lady and I say, Ma'am, please refrain from yelling at my colleagues as that is not appropriate here. She starts shouting, Well, you should have warned us that it was going to be scary and impossible. I responded, Ma'am, if you cannot have a mature conversation about this and in fact will continue to scream, I must ask you to leave the premises at once. She ends up saying, Don't you dare say that. I want to speak to someone in charge. I end up saying, Listen, our manager isn't in right now, so as far as I'm concerned, I'm in charge. Now, I'm going to ask you one more time to calm down and refrain from screaming at me. This ticked her off even more. She was absolutely enraged. She proceeds to slap me in the face and say, you young man, do not get to talk to me like that. Now I want to speak to the manager because you're going to lose your job. I stop her and say, listen, lady, you do not have to physically assault me because you couldn't finish a room. I warned you from the start that this was a scary room. Now I must once more ask you to leave before I call someone to make you leave by force. She looked like she wanted to slap me again, but didn't. She eventually backed down and left in a huff, spouting about how my boss was going to hear about this. I didn't know who I was messing with and I was going to lose my job, allegedly. Jokes on her, I worked there for almost a year after that whole situation. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. 
Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This entire situation is absolutely craziness. This lady slaps this guy over an escape room that she couldn't get through, let alone bring her kids through at that. How this kind of person hasn't been banned already and prevented from coming into this establishment is beyond me. The original poster even says that they recognized them when they came into the escape room. I mean, how do you let someone in like that who's going to act like that? Overall, if it was me, the second that lady would have hit me, I would have immediately called the police. Nobody should be physically assaulted over just trying to do your job. My girlfriend spends all of her time playing video games with another guy, and I never get to spend any time with her. I'm thinking about leaving my girlfriend, and it's purely over jealousy, so I'm feeling very conflicted. My girlfriend and I both play video games. I'm more into single-player strategy games. And she plays all these online MMO type games. Last year, she started university and joined their Gamers League, which is like a club for gamers. She met a guy who plays a lot of the same games as her, and they've been playing online almost daily. They voice chat constantly, and she's probably playing 80% of the time I'm home. Her school hours are the same as my work hours, but when we get home, she goes right to our gaming room and slaps on the headset. This man gets more one-on-one time with my girlfriend than me. I've brought this up to her, and she said I was just being jealous and unreasonable. The dude is apparently gross and she just enjoys playing video games with him. The thing is, I get legitimately lonely and I feel like I'm completely alone and that she's not even there. Her headphones block out all of her attention towards me. I watch TV and movies alone, cook alone. I do everything alone. Sometimes I lay in bed and just want to cuddle and all I can hear is her giggling and laughing in the other room and it just makes me sad. I love my girlfriend, but I'm not going to fight for attention from some other guy, even if he's innocent, which to be honest, it doesn't really totally feel like it. I want to try one last ditch effort though, I guess. If you were me, how would you approach this with her? I am legit just lonely and sad and unfulfilled in this relationship, which is sad because we're both moved in with each other and we would go on dates. She'd come over and I'd make elaborate meals and all this stuff that we just don't do anymore because of her gaming. What do I do? He needs to talk to her about this. I mean, if this is enough of an issue where he feels like he's distant from his girlfriend, he needs to communicate that clearly. I really think that they can make this work. This seems like such a silly thing in hindsight, and it really should be an easy fix. He just needs to say, hey, you're spending more time with this guy online that you don't even know than your own boyfriend who's in the home looking at you who just wants to be around you. There's also the option where he could start gaming with her in the games that she's playing. He could just kind of insert himself between that situation and say, hey, I want a game too. That might be a possible solution, but overall, they just need to talk and work this out. Thanks for watching. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. To finish listening to all the stories, use the playlist at the top of the description. And the next time you live stream, 